Double Dribble Podcast brought to you by the DS Walk Show and Deep Voice Radio is coming at you in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to another edition of the DS Walk Show. I'm your host, DS. And I'm coming to you live from a rainy flash flood day here in Dallas, Texas. But I'm going to get right to it because, man, I can tell you a lot of smoke has happened over the weekend and yesterday. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, y'all remember Kwame Brown, the first pick in the 2001 NBA draft, who famously went to the Washington Wizards, a pick that Michael Jordan didn't even want. Well, yesterday I was on YouTube and I had heard that Kwame Brown had went off on some players. So me, I started to do a little investigation, nothing big, but it was the Up in Smoke podcast, uh, Steven Jackson, Matt Burns, and they had Gibber Arenas on there, and it started reminiscing that, and Kwame Brown's name came up. And let's just say that you know, Gibber Arenas went a little too far talking about Kwame Brown, Steven Jackson as well, and Matt Burns. And, you know, when you got, first off, shout out to, to, um, Steven Jackson and Matt Burns for having a successful podcast. You know, I admire them guys because they do a podcast. And it's one of the best sports podcasts out here. I mean, you know, they get fellow NBA players, former NBA players, athletes of all kinds, and the stuff they do, you know, shout out to those brothers because they doing their thing. Unfortunately, Kwame Brown doesn't see it that way. Kwame Brown has... Not in my words, but in words of others in the sports industry, that he's been the biggest bust first-round pick, first pick, the biggest bust ever in NBA history. He's been the butt of all jokes. Now, his career has been difficult due to injuries, and he hasn't met his potential, basically. He hasn't reached it. He hadn't reached it. I mean, Kwame Brown has been out of the league for eight years now. He last time he played was I want to say the 2013 season, but you know, like I said, he's been hurt, and because of injuries, it hasn't allowed him to be the player that he wants to be. And you also could say that you know, playing time early on, playing on a team where you on a team with Michael Jordan, he wants to win, and he doesn't want to play young guys don't like playing with young players you're not going to see a lot of playing time even though Michael Jordan was a player we all know he still had a lot of authority in the Washington Wizards organization okay so that stunt his growth but Kwame Brown has never made an excuse about that if you go on YouTube like I said and pull up Kwame Brown all the smoke he talks about this and he talks about other things. He addressed every, almost everything that Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes and Gibber Reigns was talking about. But when he addressed it, he addressed it in a way that any guy who hasn't spoke or said anything negative or done anything to any of these guys for 20 years. But you know what they say, man, you keep poking the bear, you keep poking them. Bad things gonna happen Keep poking them They're gonna respond 
And that's what he did. I'm not going to go into the context of the details of the words he used, but let's just say that he let it be known that Steven Jackson ain't the guy y'all think he is, as he said, and quote, I seen this dude about to cry because Charles Oakley was about to smack him. I mean, you know, if, if Charles Oakley was looking for me and about to smack me up, I, I think I might feel some type of way about it, too. And he called Gibbon Rainers a child, a, a man with a childlike mind. He's not a man. He pays for his women, allegedly pays for his women. I got to say that because I wasn't there. Never been there. I don't know if that's true or not. But I'm guessing if he's he been there, I'm guessing it is true. And he goes on to talk about Steven Jackson as well. And, and he called these guys, you know, they're fake. They're not tough guys. They're... They're pretenders. They they lollygag, you know. They act like females. Hey, hey, look, Quan Brown had a lot to say, and due to that, because you know a lot of these guys were making fun of him for twenty plus years, but he let in on some facts. He let his let he let everybody in on the simple fact that when he was drafted by the Washington Wizards, he was supposed to be part of a trade to the Chicago Bulls for Elder Brand because Michael Jordan wants to win now. And the only reason why he he stayed in the Washington Wizards uniform because former owner Abe Poland wanted to keep him. Michael didn't want him. And result of that, he just didn't get the playing time or the time to develop to be the player that he wants to be, but also be the player that he was supposed to be. So he let us in on that one. He was not supposed to be a Washington Wizard. He was supposed to be a Chicago Bull. And throughout his career in Washington, he has asked to be traded and it has been denied. So he let us in on that. He also let us in on that. He dealt with issues with his hand. Everyone kept saying he got small hands. You know, he that's the one that been the biggest negative about him that he has small hands. Well, he had let everybody know that look, I might have small hands, but when I play, I produce. He almost averaged a double double. Those are true facts. He he doesn't think that his small hands was the issue. It was just people took issue of him and was trying to take advantage of him and he went on to talk about his relationship with Gibran Reynas he said he never had a problem with the guy but he had a child like mine and for the life of him he don't understand why these guys will talk about him not once but twice but three times on the podcast and as he stated they had never asked him to come on his show or on their show So yeah There There's some issues there I mean I don't know why They would bring up Kwame Brown I don't know why They would pick on Kwame Brown I mean you know Kwame Brown Yeah was he, Is he a bust It depends on how you Look at it To Kwame Brown He's not a bust To Kwame Brown And to any other player Who grew up in the hood They don't conceive themselves As a bust They see themselves As guys who got out And was able to take care Of their families and were able to do stuff in their community, build youth centers, help kids out, give kids a dream. And that's what he was saying yesterday or 
I said over the weekend. If you go on YouTube, type in Kwame Brown, type in or Kwame Brown, all the smoke. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about how these guys are actually talking about him. Black Lives Matter, police do us wrong. But yeah, he's also kind of like telling these guys, yo, while y'all doing that, how about you guys do something in your community? You know, start talking about Black Lives Matter and slash trying to be gangsters out here or try to be tough guys. How about build community centers in your neighborhoods? How about helping these kids, giving them a dream? Stop trying to put me down and show these young athletes what's going to take to get to the league. Stop putting me down to create all that negativity because all these young kids, they see that. And he said that they're going to realize that, yo, if I don't make it, this is going to happen to me. And you know what? He's, he is right. We need to stop putting each other down and build each other up. Yes, Kwame Brown didn't have the one of the most successful careers NBA-wise in NBA, but he was able to take care of his mother. He was able to take care of his family. And like he said, his brothers, older brothers, chose a life with drugs and crime, and they went to prison at 14. He had to step up, be the man in the house to take care of mama. And the NBA, being an NBA player, helped that cause. So, yeah, Kwame Brown has a point. Yet, he's not a bust. He's a success story because he got out the hood and he was able to take care of his mother. He was able to take care of his family. And he was able to do outreach programs. He was able to do for the community, do for the kids. And that's a success to me. I mean, you know, not everybody is going to have an NBA story. Not everybody's story in the NBA is going to be glamorous. It's going to end with a happy ending. But if the NBA is able for, able for you to take care of your family, take care of your family, able to do stuff in the community, do positive things to give kids motivation and give them that, let kids able to dream about making the NBA, yeah, he did it. And more power to him. But, you know, I think there's more to the story between Kwame Brown, Gibber Reynas, and Steven Jackson because even though he said he's going to re- talk about it all, he really didn't talk at all. And like he said, you know, I've always been that guy who's been quiet. I all respect everybody. So if you come at me like this, don't think I want to come back. And he has a point there as well. So I'm looking forward to hearing more about this story because I'm quite sure Kwame Brown going to diss another YouTube tape or YouTube video on Gilbert Reynas because he was going hard out and I expect him to keep that same energy and I expect him to keep that same energy by Steven Jackson. In fact, I'm looking forward to hearing these guys respond to what Coney Brown had to say. Matt Burns already said, you know, don't be mad at me, be mad at MJ for drafting you, bro. Good luck to you. Well, to me, that's a little cop-out, but hey, I'm just a guy who's just looking from the outside, looking in. Moving on, and oh, by the way, when you watch the video, yes, he is smoking some hookah. So don't be alarmed. It's not hard drugs. He's just smoking hookah. All right, moving on. Today is the start of the NBA playing game. And at the NBA, I have to say, it, they did it. They did it because they achieved the one thing that a lot of us thought they couldn't do. Drum up interesting, drum up some hype 
from the media, the fans, and the players. This hype is not on that same level of the NCAA tournament, but we all talking about it. We all talking about it because it's LeBron James versus Steph Curry in the Western Conference on Wednesday. And today we got Boston against Washington. Then we got Indiana versus Charlotte. And it's so exciting because it's a one play, it's a one, it's a playing game. That's what it is. It's a playing game. You win, you you go, you advance to the playoffs. If you lose, you get a second chance. But if you lose that, you go home. So it's gonna be so exciting. I mean, listen, be honest with you, I think Washington's gonna beat Boston today. No, Jalen Brown, and we talking about the Wizards coming in with with um, Bradley Beard averaging over 32 points a game and Russell Westbrook on a hot street. Bradley Beard bust 50 before he hurt his ankle, but he is back now. And we talking about those two dudes firing all cylinders at the same time. Ooh, it, it, this is going to be a tough matchup for Boston. And then you got Indiana without Kels LeVert. And then you got Charlotte without – what's his name? Um – Gordon Hayward, he's out due to a foot injury, ankle injury. He's been out since April 2nd. So two teams who are down two important players, that's going to be a, a impelling matchup because really this is about LaMelo Ball showing out. So we're going to see if he can get the Charlotte Hornets to the next round. So we got two good matchups today. And then tomorrow, like I said, we got LeBron James versus Seth Curry. And then we got the Spurs against the Grizzlies. Now, in my mind, regardless of what happened, we all expect the Lakers and the Warriors to be in the postseason. Whether they're whoever's a 7 or 8 seed, we expect both of them to be in there. But the thing is, though, who can it be? Can they one of those teams get upset? It can the Spurs or the Grizzlies upset the Lakers or the Warriors? The answer is yes, they can. But who? But did you expect them to do it? I mean, we talking about Seth Curry. Seth Curry in a playing game. I'm not betting against him. I wouldn't dare bet against him. He can make something happen. And then we talking about LeBron James. When LeBron James is on, when he is focused, when he knows the game is on the line, when he knows that it's money time, there's no way in the world we see the Lakers losing. So what it comes down to it in the Western Conference is what seed the Lakers or the Warriors going to be? Or number two, can the Spurs and the Grizzlies pull off an upset? In basketball terms, yes, they can. But we think they can't do it because look at the talent. We talking about Steph Curry, LeBron James. There's no way in the world the Grizzlies, led by John Morant, can beat the Lakers or the Warriors or the Spurs, led by Greg Popovich, one of the best coaches in NBA history, can beat one of those beat one of those teams with the talent that he has on his team. Actually, they can. And they have beat the Lakers. They have beaten the Spurs in regular season. So, yes, they can beat them. Yes, they can upset them. But we don't expect them to. Anything can happen in this playing game. 
the NBA has done a great job with this. And I hope it's here to stay. I have said it in other shows I have done that this is what the NBA needed because of the players always downplaying the regular season, talking about the regular season doesn't matter, the playoffs only count, or you got the other half of the teams in the league tanking because they don't want to feel a winning team. They feel that their team's not good enough to compete, so therefore they want to tank and try to get a top five pick in the NBA draft. Well, guess what? This is going down right now. And to all those teams who think they can't make the playoffs, listen, you have an opportunity. All you got to do is get to number, number 10. The NBA is now making the regular season matter. No more of the downplaying. No more of the, it doesn't count. They're trying to make this matter. They're trying to make every game counts. And they're doing a good job doing it. It's only going to get better from here on out. And yes, we already know the ratings are down. Nobody's not really watching the games. But you know what? That's going to change as well. Because don't be surprised if the playing game extends to two more teams down the road. This is this is all about this is all about creating revenue. This is all about creating hype. And this is all about getting us the fans to watch and guys like me to talk about it. And you know what? I'm talking about it. And I am excited for it. And listen, if I don't know who you're a fan of, but um, this should be good. It should be good. And and listen, I'm looking forward to it. And before I sign off, excuse me, right there. Before I sign off, I just want to say this: um, if you're a team, if you're a fan of a team that's in the lottery, just think. This can be you next season. Anything can happen. This has been the Double Drill Podcast, and I'm your host, D.S. Wall. Thank you for listening tonight, guys. I appreciate you. And don't forget, at 530, Pacers, and, no, excuse me, at 530 is Celtics and Wizards, followed by uh, Pacers and Hornets at 8 o'clock. All games on the Eastern Conference will be on TNT. Thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the playing game. I know I will. I'm out. Peace. Blah, 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 blah. You're. Thank you for listening to the Double D Podcast, a.k.a. the Double Dribble Podcast, brought to you by the DL's Walk Show and The Voice Radio. You can listen to me on Anchor or on Spotify, and you can follow me on Twitter.